his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Trump's defamation trial continues. We have the story. Kansas Senate passes flat tax proposal. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. The county shooting suspect will be tried as an adult. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Yesterday we hit 41 for the high in Wichita, and today may be close to that again. Our complete forecast in just a few minutes. A person was injured in a house fire in South Wichita last night in the 1500 block of South Greenwood. Officials confirmed that one person was hospitalized in critical condition. Occupants of the house were already outside when firefighters arrived. The majority of the fire was in the garage. Red Cross is helping with those folks, and the damage is estimated at $150,000. The defamation civil trial against former President Donald Trump continues with more plaintiff testimony. Columnist E. Jean Carroll returns to the stand under cross-examination today. She testified about threats she received because she accused the defendant of sexually abusing her. But former President Trump claims a lot of that evidence no longer exists. She deleted and destroyed massive amounts of evidence, and we think that the both trials should be thrown out. Last May, a jury found him liable for the sexual assault on Carol. Gernal Scott, Fox News. The Senate is working on a short-term spending plan that avoids a government shutdown. It's a plan the new House Speaker agreed to, much to the anger of far-right members of his party. The first deadline to fund parts of the government is January 19th. The second is February 2nd. While Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson and Democratic Senate Leader Chuck Schumer have agreed the government should be funded until March 1st and 8th, respectively. Speaker Johnson said Wednesday they've also made adjustments to the top-line funding budget amount of $1.59 trillion. There was additional money that was spent, so we went in and carved it up. We got $16 billion in real cuts out of the IRS slush fund and the COVID slush fund that the Biden administration uh, was so jealously guarding and protecting. And that's that's an important improvement. He says now appropriators will work on individual spending bills rather than one large spending bill. The Republican House Freedom Caucus wrote as a committee on X that this is what surrender looks like. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. A teenager arrested following a fatal shooting at Town East Square Shopping Center is set to be tried as an adult. 18-year-old Tobias Robinson was 16 on the day of the shooting. Last March, when he was 17... A judge ruled that he should be tried as an adult for first-degree murder and criminal use of a weapon. But last June, the case was sent back to juvenile court due to a deficiency in the record. This week, a judge ruled that Robinson should be prosecuted as an adult, but it's still not known if the charges will remain the same. 
Robinson is set to be in court on February 5th. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The flat tax is back for consideration in Topeka. The bill was reintroduced in the Senate Wednesday, and it now heads to the House. Senate vote was 25 to 11 to apply a 5.25% single-rate income tax. Governor Kelly has said she would veto such a plan. The ability to listen to some law enforcement calls on your police scanner will soon be coming to an end in Kansas. After making changes to security on criminal records, the FBI says law enforcement will no longer be allowed to broadcast sensitive information over public networks. The Kansas Highway Patrol is in charge of enforcing the new policy across the state. KHP Captain Jim Ohm says most of the changes will depend on the individual agency's budget. Trying to work with agencies that are are really financially strapped and come up with solutions or um, try to guide them towards grant resources. In Sedgwick County, officials expect to comply by the end of the year. There's been another round of airstrikes against Houthi rebel positions in Yemen. Launched from U.S. ships and submarines in the Red Sea, the missiles targeted more than a dozen sites in Yemen, according to Pentagon sources. Only hours after a drone attacked and started a fire aboard a U.S.-owned and operated vessel in the Gulf of Aden off Yemen's southwestern coastline. Earlier in the day, the Biden administration labeled the Houthis as a specially designated terrorist group, but stopped short of calling them a foreign terrorist organization. That designation had been imposed by President Trump, but was dropped in the early days of the Biden administration. In Washington, Jack Callahan. Fox News. KNSS News time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Wichita State men's basketball on the road tonight, visiting a ranked team. We'll preview that coming up in sports. President Biden keeping up pressure on Congress to renew military aid for Ukraine. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. KNSS. The KNSS Morning News with Steve Ted, 7.09 now, nine minutes past seven o'clock. Authorities say a power line fell on a car in Portland, Oregon, killing three people and injuring a baby during an ice storm that turned roads and mountain highways treacherous in the Pacific Northwest. In a statement, the fire department said a large branch fell on the power line, causing it to crash down onto the car. Authorities say they believe the victims were electrocuted after they got out of the vehicle. President Biden keeping pressure on Congress to renew military aid for Ukraine. President Biden convened a meeting with top congressional leaders telling them continued failure to act on Ukraine aid endangers national security and the NATO alliance. If we don't come to Ukraine's aid, that the consequences for America around the globe would be nothing short of devastating. But Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says the group also discussed border security and immigration provisions that Republicans say must be a part of the president's spending request for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. We must insist, we must insist that the border be the top priority. House Speaker Mike Johnson says he also raised questions about Ukraine's war plans and oversight of U.S. assistance. Jared Halpern, Fox News. President Biden travels to North Carolina today. The Bidenomics message will be pitched to the Tar Heel State as part of the Biden administration's Investing in America agenda. President Biden will visit the Raleigh-Durham area where he's expected to discuss infrastructure and job growth. President Biden narrowly lost North Carolina back in 2020, and it could once again be a key swing state this election cycle. The state also has a key gubernatorial election, and some key congressional races could help determine control of the House next fall. 
in Washington. Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. A security guard in Colorado suspected in a woman's murder was arrested with an incriminating piece of evidence on him. Police arrested Solomon Martin at his workplace in Pueblo. When he was searched, a plastic bag was found in his jacket pocket. It contained a severed hand. Police think the hand is from a woman who was killed last week. Martinez admitted the appendage was in his pocket for a couple of days, but claimed he did not kill the woman. But a witness said he saw Martinez drag what appeared to be a female body to a waterway in Fountain Creek. Martinez is in custody, suspected of first-degree murder. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7-11, 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. Traffic conditions looking good right now in the Wichita area. Seeing some pretty heavy traffic east and westbound on Kellogg, and this is right around the Seneca area from there over to the Central Business District. We have a stalled-out vehicle. Continue to watch out for this eastbound Kellogg, and it's just east of I-135. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How we doing? Good. We got, Toasty. We got the heater working in here. The furnace is doing well, so thank you. You know what? Inside and out when it comes to our weather yesterday. You know why I mentioned that? Because as expected, we were able to get above freezing. We Let's say we uh, overachieved yesterday, too, officially getting up to 41 degrees yesterday in Wichita. But um, I'm just going to give you guys a, a little bit of advice. Let's uh, keep those uh, hypothetical seatbelts on because we're in store for some weather whiplash. So 41 yesterday, down to a high of 34 today, and then eventually dropping down into the teens by tomorrow after another cold front comes through and we experience another Arctic blast. But still expecting this next one to not last as long, and technically it's not going to be as bad. With high temperatures only bottoming out in the teens, at least we won't see highs in the single digits or even staying below zero all day. We'll also have a very small chance of maybe seeing a few flurries later this evening during the night tonight. Uh, no accumulation expected, though, and that's if we even see any flurries out there. We're only looking at a, around a 10% chance. Uh, so kicking off the weekend with that dangerous cold out there, we'll actually be under another wind chill advisory into uh, the first half of the weekend all the way through our Saturday morning hours. That's when it's going to be the coldest and when we could see those wind chills as low as 20 below. So definitely need to make sure that we pack on all the layers if you do have to be out and about into this upcoming weekend. 21 degrees on Saturday, so still likely staying below freezing all day. But then by the time we get to the end of the weekend, uh, back up above freezing, getting up to a high of 37 degrees, and we should be able to reach the 40s by the time we get into next week, uh, closer to where we should be for this time of year. 41 on Monday, 44 Tuesday, and 43 on Wednesday. Now, in addition to those warmer temperatures, it does look like there's going to be some occasional surges of moisture as well, which will uh, also lead to some rain chances. So we'll have a 20% chance of rain come Monday, things not looking as good Tuesday, and then jumping up to a 30% chance of rain by next Next Wednesday. Right now we're at 22 degrees. Northeast winds light for now at three miles an hour. And our skies also in pretty good shape. Another bright start to the day with very little cloud cover. All right. One more relatively, relatively warm day and then cooling off again tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah, bottom drops out again. Yeah. No. Thank you, Ron L. That's the uh, KNSN, KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas State meteorologist 
Ronnell Williams. Yesterday, well, today is the Thursday, January 18th. On the state in 1987, a severe winter storm hit the south-central part of the U.S. Oklahoma hit especially hard as Oklahoma City received around eight inches of snow, their highest total since 1948. So apparently, Oklahoma City traditionally doesn't get a whole lot of snow over the winter. Snowfall totals in Oklahoma, however, reached 13 inches at gauge with drifts five feet high. Roof collapses across the state resulted in around $7 million damage. That was on this date in 1987. A storm. Uh, on this date in 2012, more recently, President Barack Obama rejected the Keystone XL project, a Canadian company's plan to build a 1,700-mile pipeline to carry oil across six United States to Texas refineries. That was in 2012. And we have a birthday today, a big birthday, and that's uh, Kevin Costner's having a birthday. 69 years old. Oh my. Yeah. Two Academy Awards, three Golden Globe Awards, a Primetime Emmy Award, and two Screen Actors Guild Awards, Oscars for Dances with Wolves, which I appreciate. I liked that movie quite a bit. I liked it a lot. I don't, I'm not a big fan of his, though. I'm sorry. What was his first movie that he really came to public attention? Was it Field of Dreams? No, nah, he, he was in stuff before that. Just before that? Uh, Bull Durham, maybe? Because he's in Bull Durham. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's done a lot of... The Untouchables? I said, yeah, he's got plenty of, plenty of screen time there. All right. All right. Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSS. Well, I like a lot of his work. Uh, I'll disagree with you on that. Uh, he's grown on me over the years. I didn't like him at all at first, but he's grown on me a little bit. In his quest to make himself a viable presidential candidate, lawyer and activist Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is going to greater lengths than most. Kennedy has filed paperwork in multiple states to create a new political parties that he would represent on the presidential ballot. That's always a great success. Yeah, He's going to go out and promote himself. If the parties won't have me, I'll make my own party. You can find out more about that. Go to our webpage. The story is there at knssradio.com. 717, Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSS. It is sports time again. Here's Ted Woodward. Ted? Yeah, we have Wichita State men's basketball action tonight. The Shockers are on the road visiting 23rd-ranked Florida Atlantic. Shockers are a 15-and-a-half-point underdog going into this one. The Shockers Ooh. making their first visit ever to Boca Raton. Play a new member of the conference. The Shockers have not won a conference game yet, trying to snap a five-game losing streak. Of course, Florida Atlantic jumped into the national spotlight just several months ago when they made the Final Four. They're now 13-4 and four this season, too, and nationally ranked, playing some good basketball. The Shockers at 23rd-ranked Florida Atlantic. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hull begin their pregame coverage at 5 p.m. The game will tip off at 6 o'clock this evening. Listen live to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. We'll be talking K-State basketball tonight. It's the weekly edition of the Jerome Tang Radio Show with the head coach of the Wildcats. And, of course, K-State coming off that huge win a couple nights ago over 9th-ranked Baylor. Jerome Tang Radio Show, 7 o'clock tonight, and that's over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. College women's basketball last night. Friends University won on the road at Oklahoma Wesleyan. Friends fell behind 15 to nothing at the beginning of the game, and then they outscored Wesleyan 78-35 in the final 36 minutes. Friends won that game 78-50. Four wins in a row for the Friends ladies. They're in third place in the conference right now. Juco basketball last night. 
men's and women's action in El Dorado at the Power Plant. Butler Community College hosting Cloud County in the women's game. It was 14th-ranked Butler beating Cloud 82-58. Butler women are now 15-2 on the season. Men's game, you had 19th-ranked Butler hosting Cloud County, and Dennis Higgins had the call of that game for the Butler Grizzlies over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Ball works against Stillwell. Shot clock at six. Pass goes down low to Mickleroy. Ball stolen away by A.J. Williams. He races down the floor, and a layup is good. Off the steal, the Grizzlies have their biggest lead of the night, 37-24. And the Butler men go on to beat Cloud 63-50. Four wins in a row for the Butler men. They're ranked 19th in the nation, now 14-3 and on the season. Good to hear Dennis Higgins on the call of that one last night. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Toronto Raptors win at home. They beat the Miami Heat 121-97. Off the bench for the Raptors. Wichita's Grady Dick, the former Kansas Jayhawk, the rookie. Six points, four assists, a couple of steals, and he was two for two from three-point range. Toronto snapping a four-game losing streak. Raptors are a game and a half back for a playoff spot here at the halfway mark of the season. The Los Angeles Lakers won at home last night to start the second half of their season. Beat the Dallas Mavericks 127-110. to Starting at guard for the Lakers, former Wichita State Shocker Austin Reeves. Six of eight shooting on his way to 14 points and seven assists. Back-to-back wins for the Lakers. They're in the number 10 spot in the Western Conference beginning the second half of the season here. And got a good basketball birthday today. Happy birthday to Bud Stallworth who is 74 years old today. One of the greats, former Kansas Jayhawk. Born in Alabama, played for KU. Big 8 Conference Player of the Year in 1972. Led the nation in scoring, averaging 25 points a game. (laughs) He had a 50-point game and a win against Missouri during his career. He also played in the NBA for two teams that don't exist anymore, the Seattle Supersonics and the New Orleans Jazz. He's in the Kansas Sports Hall of Fame. His number 15 jersey is retired and hangs from the rafters there at Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence. The great Bud Stallworth. It's his birthday. He is 74 today. And that's sports with Stephen Ted on KNSS. 721 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. One individual may be causing patients to second-guess their health. That's coming up with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 24 degrees now. Former President Donald Trump will not be at his defamation trial in New York City today. Donald Trump says he will miss the E. Jean Carroll trial so he can attend his mother-in-law's funeral. Trump blasting the judge in the case as nasty for not delaying the court proceedings for a day. Things were tense at the trial yesterday, with the judge blasting the former president for outbursts, threatening him with expulsion after he ignored several requests to remain quiet while writer E. Jean Carroll testified. Trump has been in the courtroom for the penalty phase of the case that found him liable for sexual abuse and defamation of Carroll. Sue Guzman, Fox News. One of the two men arrested in Oklahoma accused of murdering 34-year-old Daniel McPherson made his first court appearance in Sedgwick County Court yesterday. 19-year-old James Sawyer was charged in December with first-degree murder and two counts of attempted aggravated robbery. Sawyer is being held on a $750,000 bond. He'll be back in court January 26th. Law enforcement agencies across Kansas are beginning to scramble their radio calls that can be picked up on police scanners. The changes are being made after the FBI tightened security on criminal information. 
Law enforcement is no longer allowed to broadcast sensitive information over public networks. Newton Police Lieutenant Josh Millspaugh says that includes criminal history, social security numbers, and addresses. People are getting that personal information. Identity thefts are going up, and uh, citizens are having problems with that. Millspaugh says it will cost about $40,000 to update the system. Other agencies across the state are working to make the changes as their budgets allow. Sedgwick County Department of Strategic Communications Director Nicole Gibbs says there is still time to protect yourself against winter respiratory viruses. The Sedgwick County Health Department offers walk-in appointments on Thursday afternoons to get immunized, immunized sorry, against flu and COVID-19. Gibbs also says travel vaccines are available without an appointment. Visit the county's website for more information, sedgwickcounty.org. Investigators looking into a suspicious envelope mailed to an elections office in California. An envelope sent to the Yuba County Registrar of Voters headquarters about 40 miles north of Sacramento initially tested positive for fentanyl. That's according to a preliminary field test. A staff member at the facility called law enforcement Wednesday morning after discovering powder inside the envelope. So far, there's been no word on a motive. Many elections offices across the U.S. have stepped up security as of late. A slew of suspicious packages were reportedly sent in at least five states last November. Tom Graham, Fox News. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Yesterday we hit 41 for the high in Wichita. Today may be a few degrees cooler, but here comes another blast of Arctic air tonight and into tomorrow. Partly sunny and breezy with a high 38 later on this afternoon. Some flurries this evening are low 8 above, then sunny and windy on Friday with a high 20. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. And now we have partly cloudy sky, north wind at 3 miles per hour, and 24 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Stephen's head in the morning here at uh, on this uh, Thursday morning, January 18th. What do you think about that story about the police scanner information being scrambled? Uh, I'm not getting enough information on that because I've, I've never heard Anybody put a social security number on there. Or an address. Or address or any of that stuff. So I don't know what you're talking about. But if they start to silencing police calls and so forth, I think there's a huge lawsuit going <laughs> against whoever's doing this. I mean, how many people are manufacturing scanners? Whoever's doing this, the FBI. It's federal well, the F- government. That's right. But the FBI is going to have to take it back if they're going to, you know, they're going to silence all the police scanners for all the news people. All the- yeah, it's not going to work. I don't, and they're making I them just, all pay for it, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking that we're not getting all the information on this. Some of the information I'm sure they want to block out. I don't ever hear that stuff on there. So I don't know what channels they're listening to. Maybe they're just selected channels that they're going to okay. silence. I don't know. I'm, gonna, I'm thinking we, we, we're going to see more on this to make sure we clarify exactly what it is. Because that would be a real – they could FBI could open a real can of worms if they want to – Keep everything the law enforcement and fire departments do quiet from the public. It sounds like what the <laughs> wheels are in motion to do. Welcome to Big Brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there are some of our lawmakers who are not going to stand for that either. If it, if they indeed that's what they're doing. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what more information comes out of that. Seven thirty-three. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS and uh, Ted. I, I found something the other day that was kind of interesting that I thought I'd share with our listeners this morning. A list of predictions from 100 years ago in 1924 and how they have 
played out. And I found three that I thought were pretty interesting. Some of them were just, you know, they didn't happen. But how about uh, the prediction that cities would be totally rebuilt around cars? This is 1924, okay? 1920s when cars really started taking off. In 1924, a Swedish architect wrote, In the city of 100 years from now, I see three-deck roads, speedways through the heart of town, Mm -hmm. skyscrapers with entrances for automobiles as high as 15 stories. I'm talking a parking garage. Is that right? That's pretty accurate. Yeah, that's, that stuff that's all kind of came to fruition. Uh, how about uh, in a book called Wireless Possibilities, a guy basically predicted the Internet, said we'd be doing things uh, mostly remote, and it would be great if you hate cities. Quote, what a help to the man who objects to a large city. Why could he not conduct his business from his house in comfort? That's 100 years ago. 100 years ago. Wow. Ahead of its time. Here's the one that uh, caught my eye. Women, this is what I thought was most interesting. Women in charge, a letter to the New York Daily News, 1924. A guy says, women will occupy all the highest positions. Men will just do physical labor or stay home. To quote, wait on the babies or mind the pets. That's not, a, you know, it's not, it's not the norm, but it does happen quite a bit. I mean. We have, uh, and for a prediction like that in 1924, very brazen. Hundred years think about ago. stuff like that. My goodness. Although we, we we still don't have any flying cars, we don't have any jetpacks. Yeah, there are some things that happen. Some of that stuff still isn't with us. Uh, if several, back in the 70s, there was a prediction that uh, was going around for a while that we would be going to the. I remember this because it <clears throat> commented a couple of times. The prediction we would be going to the four day work week. That was back in the 70s. And by now, but uh, that is well. Some people once has. in a while it gets floated out there, but it certainly hasn't taken hold on a massive scale yet. Well, and again with this remote working from home thing, hmm, how about that? Seven thirty-six. Steve and Ted with t- today is Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday, final day of the week. We had a you're having a short week because of uh, uh, MLK Day on Monday. Yeah, we had I did a not holiday. work on Monday. Started off Monday. A lot of people, I think, had a uh, three day week. From what I could tell, coming to work on Monday morning at there weren't many cars out there. And then we've had just a snap of pretty ugly weather this week. It's been quite a week, hasn't it? Really cold, cold week. Yeah. Uh, last night. Which uh, made yesterday feel fantastic. Very, very nice. <laughs> uh, spent My wife and I uh, had dinner with my brother and his wife, Jerry and Dorothy. It's a Taco Tico on North Tyler Road. Look at you. Yeah. Nice. It was, it What'd was, you get? That was good. I had the... Uh, Taco salad. There you go. And uh, my wife ordered an extra. She had something with two tacos. She gave me the other one. Oh, so a little taco. bonus. A little bonus there for you. And then my sister-in-law, Dorothy, couldn't finish her tacos, so she's shoving them at me. I, I didn't eat them. I, I, I can't eat them. No. It, was a, it was good, though. Very good. I had a good dinner last night, too. A friend of mine made lasagna soup. Wow. And lasagna it, soup. Yeah, and it as uh, a home run. Nailed it. Really? Yeah, it was really, really tasty. Didn't know, you know, it's one of those deals where oh, never made this before. Don't know if it'll be good or Does not. Did it have those and big it, noodles in it? Or uh, it was, it was not the huge, no. but they were. She crunched them up. Okay, so it was littler pieces of lasagna. Yeah, yeah. Got to get that recipe. It was good. That sounds pretty good. Oh, uh, let's see what else we got going. Oh, we have a story out of Georgia this morning. You may have heard it uh, an hour or two ago. We, we shared that uh, uh, a town in Georgia is trying to build. Uh, a company wants to. Uh, 
build a uh, what, what would you call it's it? A, a monkey a, no. monkey breeding facility. Okay, macaque monkeys. They want to breed up to thirty thousand monkeys for they, they would sell them overseas to people who are doing medical uh, scientific research. Okay. okay, and then I that got me to thinking. So you know, while I'm doing the radio this morning, my creative juices are flowing as well, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, how could we capitalize on something like that here in Wichita? Okay. Uh, I've heard some stories uh, about the – been doing stories about the new uh, biomed center coming to downtown Wichita, right. which they're going to start construction on that this year. going to see two or 3,000 uh, students going there, faculty. That's going to be a, something else. That's going to be, I think, terrific. Uh, but then you got to think about, uh, you know, laboratory animals for research. How about rats? America doesn't have enough rats, I don't think, for research. Now, what if we got a, you and I bought a facility? The people in New York City would probably and, disagree. And with we you. started breeding rats for sale overseas. Wouldn't that be a great idea? I'm sure there's a market for it somewhere. <laughs> Those little devils, though, they can get out of any place. How do oh, you yeah. contain a rat? I mean, rat puppy. They just open up the door and leave. Away <laughs> they go. Yeah, probably not a good idea, but uh, it's, there's a potential there. They can. Take slices of pizza up and down the stairs. They can do about anything. <laughs> Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. What do you got going on? Of course, we on? did have that that nut job that raised rabbits in Wichita decades ago. Mm. Ran that huge scam. Mm. Sold everybody all these stock and rabbits, and then he left town. Really? Bunnies are us? The Rajah Rabbit Company? You never heard of that? No, I never, I never did. I yeah, guess. Back in the 20s or 30s, he left behind like 50,000 rabbits after he took everybody's money, and he left... Left town. Wow. Yeah, there have been times when you could. It was really easy to find rabbits anywhere here, in in, in the Kansas anyway. Kansas jackrabbits. In fact, there's two actually two breeds that we hunted. And when I was a kid, the jack the jackrabbit was a huge animal. Yeah, I mean, size of a small dog. I mean, or bigger you, than a small dog. The ears were like eight nine mm-hmm. inches long. It was just from you know, huge animal, easy to shoot with a twenty two. Uh, but the other was the, was the cottontail. The little one. The, the little babies. One, the little baby one. And my grandfather actually, uh, uh, he used to, him, my grandparents used to fry rabbit and eat Yeah, it, it was part of the diet. And uh, we've tasted it. Not bad. And if you were raised in the Depression and you could find rabbits, well, I'm sure you that made a good meal for a family. Took meat wherever you could find the meat. Rabbit. Possum pfeffer. Possum. There you go. All right, just uh, seven forty now. <laughs> By the way, I just want to ask you, Ted, what do oh. you, you got going on this weekend? You doing doing any PA for the Shockers? They no, said, they're on the road, on the this, road week. this this weekend, then, huh? So you don't have you're not getting not till next week. All right, sounds good. Seven forty one. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Coming up, Wichita Business Journal. Boeing CEO meets with spirit workers in Wichita to talk about seven thirty seven problems. That's coming up with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 
Your fever is high, and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beauty Rest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS, 7.45 here on a Thursday morning. Three big things. Kansas Senate passes flat tax proposal. It's headed for the House. Governor Kelly has said she will veto. One person injured critically in a house fire on Greenwood in South Wichita. E. Jean Carroll takes the witness stand in her defamation suit against former President Donald Trump. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. We've got a couple of spots of fairly heavy traffic on the highways here in Wichita this morning. Uh, KDOT warning everybody about uh, congestion northbound I-235 approaching the road construction there at I-135. That is really starting to back up. Uh, we've also got uh, just a little bit of uh, heavier traffic northbound on I-135. And this is down south by uh, 47th Street South. Just a, a little bit of some heavy traffic right there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Mostly sunny today with a high of 36 degrees. A chance for flurries and cold tonight. The overnight low, 8. Friday, mostly sunny and cold. Tomorrow's high getting up to just 20 degrees on a Friday for a high. Now partly cloudy. North wind at 3 miles per hour. 24 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Find the comfort of a hat? Express your personality. Go to Hatband Jacks and find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatband Jacks their destination at the Clark Tower in Delano, Hatband Jacks. Well, the outlook for interest rates, again, had an impact on Wall Street Wednesday. Stocks fell after a stronger-than-expected retail sales report for December signaled a strong economy, which dampened hopes that the Fed would slash interest rates soon. Spirit Airlines stock fell to take off again, falling 23% after falling nearly 50% on Tuesday after a federal judge blocked the budget carrier's acquisition of JetBlue Airways. An Apple stock fell 1% following news that the tech giant will be banned from selling watches with a blood oxygen feature beginning tomorrow following a federal appeals court ruling. The Dow winners, Boeing, United Health Group, and Salesforce. The Dow decliners, Caterpillar, Goldman Sachs, and Disney. The Dow falling 94 points. The Nasdaq down 89. S&P 500 down 27. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Boeing CEO Dave Calhoun met with a group of Spirit Aerosystems employees in Wichita yesterday. He said the two companies will work better together during federal scrutiny of their manufacturing processes after the recent 737 MAX 9 door plug incident. 
Calhoun's time in Wichita included a meeting with Interim Spirit CEO Patrick Shanahan, and this comes less than two weeks after a mid-air incident in which a door plug panel flew off an Alaska Airlines MAX 9 during a flight near Portland, Oregon. There were no serious injuries, but the jet landed with a hole where the plug was supposed to be anchored. Cox Machine purchased the assets Wednesday of the McGinty Machine Company, another Wichita-based aviation subcontractor. The acquisition means McGinty Machine's 30 workers will join Cox Machine, which currently employs 260. The timing was right because Don McGinty, the president and owner of McGinty Machine, is retiring. And the Wichita State University Foundation and Alumni Engagement announcing who its new president and CEO will be as Elizabeth King is preparing to retire after 33 years in the position. Telly McGaugh from Georgia State University is going to start the role on February 12th, working alongside King during a short transition period. WSU announced this all yesterday. King's final day is going to be March 1st. It's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Elizabeth King, I've known about her and watched her career over the years, and I didn't, I've never met her. However, we did do a, an issue show, what, a couple of months ago with Elizabeth on uh, what she does out there. She does, she does a, she's done a lot for Wichita State. She University. sure has. Been very active uh, in her promotion of and Wichita when they State. tell you how much money she's raised for the uh, university in the last three decades, it's staggering. It's bazillions of dollars. <laughs> she's a good person. Yeah. Other business news this morning. What's next for Spirit Airlines now that it won't be merging with JetBlue? Some Wall Street analysts are starting to raise the possibility of bankruptcy. Spirit Airlines stock fell again Wednesday, a day after a federal judge blocked JetBlue's proposed $3.8 billion purchase of Spirit. Spirit hasn't made a profit since the start of the pandemic. So they've mm. had some real pro- trouble there. Apparently. Got some breaking news this morning out of Kansas City, Ted. Six people wounded after gunfire broke out inside a popular shopping mall in Kansas City. Shooting happened last evening at Crown Center. All six victims expected to survive. Two were found in a food court area on the lower level. Police later learned that four other people went to a hospital in in a private vehicle. Victims were mostly in their teens and 20s, but the one victim was at least 50 years old. Witnesses told police that a verbal argument between two groups of people led to the shooting. No arrests have been uh, announced. And this is in Kansas City last night at the Crown Center. I remember the first time uh, I took my my family to Crown Center was uh, back in the 70s when it had just opened. And we really liked that place, especially that hotel with the waterfall right in the middle mm-hmm. of the lobby. Yep. That was uh, terrific. And then you go up this ramp over there and you're into uh, the shopping center. So. Very popular place in Kansas City, and they had a little violence last night. Not good. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Today is National Thesaurus Day. I wonder how many people who, uh, you know. What's get another on, word for thesaurus? Well, when you get on Facebook, I wonder how many people have the thesaurus at their elbow, ready to come up with new, not many. This honors Peter Mark Roger, author of Roger's Thesaurus. Mm-hmm. Born on this day in 1779. In 1840, Roger retired from a successful career in medicine and spent the rest of his life working on Roger's Thesaurus of English Words and Phrases. Spent the rest of that's, his life. Guy that's that's mind boggling. Basically, collected words. Yeah, he starts from ground zero. It starts Work thinking with, of all the things in the English language that you can substitute for others. Result of decades of collecting lists of words and categorizing them, much like a scientific 
a scientist would collect specimens, and we're celebrating his birthday today. Of course, that all oh, bless his heart. It's all on the web now. Uh, I I have a thesaurus. Is it in my desk? Maybe I still have one. I have one I at love, home somewhere. I, I just think it's fun to if you're going to write something, find find a synonym, find find something else to, to to use with it. That's part of being a good writer. I guess. Yeah, it's what they told me in school anyway. And uh, I didn't have one in school, but after I grew up, grew up and I had to do some professional writing, mm-hmm. I got one in a hurry. Oh yeah, love the thesaurus. Me too. Did you? When did you, when did you start using? When you're in high school? Or no, I say I think I've got a thesaurus that I've had since like fourth, fifth fourth, grade. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's that's quite a deal. All right, uh, coming up with. Uh, all right, we got. Uh, let's but see. You didn't answer my question. What was it? What's what's another word for thesaurus? Uh, book. If you look that up in thesaurus. Do you, like the thing explodes. It does. I'll try it here. Uh, there, uh-huh. No, no, in the book. Really, <laughs> oh, right. what's another word for thesaurus? Uh, <laughs> your mind explodes trying to think about stuff like that. Well, I don't know what there would be. Yeah, there's millions of other words. All right, Stephen, ten in the morning here on KNSS, and uh, hey, coming up in the eight o'clock hour this morning, as always, we've got some some uh, interesting uh, things planned for you, radio listeners out there. Uh, we have the uh, 8 o'clock news at the top of the hour. We've got the latest on Trump's defamation trial and a person injured in a South Wichita house fire. Ted has sports coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, right, Ted? Yeah, we've got uh, ba- a lot of basketball news to talk about. The Shocker men are on the road tonight. We'll preview that coming up in sports. And entertainment news, the blur as well. Lots of good audio coming up in the blur today. Looking forward to it. That's at 835. Don't miss it. And, of course, as always, traffic and weather. Stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour. Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.